Is Dave there, please? Hey, is this Sergeant Slaughter? Is Dave there? Uh, no Dave. Uh, Dustin here, though. Dave's not here. That's an old, uh, <laughs> an old future talk joke. I was just trying to play on you. <laughs> yeah, this is the Sarge. Who am I speaking with? This is Dustin. Dustin, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. It's an honor. Not a problem. Not a problem. Glad I could be uh, able to do it. Well, first of all, you're coming to the uh, Liftbridge Brewing Company in Stillwater this Sunday with uh, Midwest All-Star Wrestling. Uh, you got to be excited to, to make your way back to Minnesota, I imagine. I sure am. Uh, got lots of uh, friends and family that uh, still uh, reside in, in the uh, Minnesota area, not too far away from Stillwater. So uh, we're planning on a big uh, little family reunion on top of... Uh, uh, meeting everybody there at the uh, Liftbridge uh, Brewing Company in uh, Stillwater for the big event uh, this Sunday, the uh, MAW uh, wrestling uh, event. And, uh, you know, part of my job being an ambassador with WWE is looking for new talent. So uh, I'm going to have my uh, eyeballs out watching the uh, the men and the women that are uh, going to be doing battle there. So it's going to be a, a lot of fun and of course, I'm hoping to get to some of my favorite uh, spots uh, over at Lions Tap there, you know, in Eden Prairie. That's kind of where I grew up. Sure. And uh, had a lot of great uh, hamburgers over there, I'll tell you that. Hope to, <laughs> hope to make it over there. Awesome. Yeah, I know um, MAW has a lot of uh, great wrestlers, and you've got a meet and greet set up between 3 and 5 o'clock this Sunday. and. That's got to be great for you to see the longtime fans, you know, back from your old AWA days all the way through today. I mean, you must have fathers and their kids, probably even grandkids at this point showing up. You know, uh, Dustin, it really uh, uh, it surprises me every time I go to one of these events because there's uh, some children or fans that can't even see over the top of the table, but they know who you are. <laughs> and uh, they're, of course, their their parents and their aunts and uncles and their grandparents, who were uh, fans of mine growing up at their age too. Uh, tell them all about me, and uh, of course, with the GI Joe uh, uh, being in the uh, real live American uh, uh, hero for all these years, uh, we just uh, have re-enlisted with uh, with Hasbro, and we're. Back in G.I. Joe, where we have an action figure coming out. It's already uh, available for pre-sales, but it won't be out in, in the stores until, I believe it is January. But we're really uh, excited about everything that's going on. And, and to come to, uh, to Stillwater, you know, uh, Stillwater is considered the birthplace uh, of Minnesota. I don't know if a lot of people know that. It's uh, one of the oldest towns in Minnesota. I think I believe it is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Wabasha. When I was a young boy in school, was I was taught that Wabasha, Minnesota, was the oldest city in Minnesota. But I could be wrong. But that I, I was mistaken once. But I was I was wrong. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I know I'm going to see a lot of uh, past fans and some new fans and as i said family and friends and uh it's just uh 
amazes me on on how many uh, people show up to these things. So if you're uh, going to be coming and you want to get some autographs and photos, uh, bring your Sergeant Slaughter Wrestling and G.I. Joe collectibles to get signed. I'll even put you in the uh, Slaughter Hug for the ladies and the and the lo- little ones, uh, and we give the uh, Cobra Clutch to the guys if they if they uh, think they can take it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know those old men, especially those men in uh, Stillwater, they're still pretty tough. Yeah, that's a great for especially around these parts. Uh, so many huge wrestling fans going all the way back and. You mentioned um, kind of the generations. You know, I was a huge fan of yours as a kid, and I remember watching it with my grandpa when I was a little kid, and, and now I'm able to bring my own son. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, right. um, this is the place to be, I think, uh, if you're a wrestling fan. It is, and uh, I started uh, wrestling in 1972, 73, with uh, Vern uh training camp with Billy Robinson, and I've wrestled uh, all the great ones, Andre the Giant, Bird Ganya, Mad Dog Bashan, the Crusher. Uh, you know, for a while I wrestled under a mask called Super Destroyer Mark II. So, so a lot of people might remember me as the uh, Super Destroyer Mark II also. And then I came back uh, later on after uh, my uh, tour of uh, duty with uh, the WWE and uh, got into Hasbro and the G.I. Joe, and we, we brought the Sarge back to Minnesota, and it was just uh, an incredible welcome, uh, especially, you know, growing up, as you said, I went to Eden Curry High School, and I was a, a pretty good athlete there, and, and uh, I've got a 56-year uh, class reunion coming up. I'm going to be at wow. that uh, in September, and just a lot of great things uh happening in minnesota uh nothing better than coming back home yeah that is great and you were with awa um you know right up until uh to the end there and eventually of course you went back to uh to wwf and you obviously made the right call i mean you went from you know turkey on a pole matches and some of the kind of weird stuff Vern was doing yeah. there towards the end yeah. to uh you know being the champion headlining wrestlemania so you made the right call for sure yeah yeah you just never know you got to go with your uh, gut feeling and your, you make your decision and you have to live with that decision. And a lot of uh, people in the WWF at that time did think it was right for me to, to leave the first WrestleMania, uh, which Hulk Hogan and I were going to be tag team partners uh, in Madison Square Garden against Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff because uh you know, Asbro approached me about being the first living G.I. Joe. So I had a tough decision to make there, and I, I brought it to the table because I thought Vince McMahon would really want to, uh, you know, have two entities of wrestling and animation and the real American hero that everybody knows and loves. And he said that it's great that you brought it, but I can't do it because I just signed with a toy company called LJN. So I, that's a conflict of interest. And of course he never thought that I would leave. He thought I was, I was there for, you know, the rest of my career. And I said, well, you know, I really think we should do this. And he kept, I kept bugging him and bugging him basically Dustin. And finally he just point blank said, start, you can stay here or you can go there. You can't be at both. And I think he thought I would say, okay, I'll stay here. But, 
I had a nice meeting with my wife at the dinner table uh, one night, and he said, what's the problem? I said, well, Vince wants me to stay, and I want to venture off into G.I. Uh, Joe. And he said, well, it's a pretty easy decision. And I said, it is? She said, yeah, you can always be a wrestler. You can't always be the first living G.I. Joe. And I looked over at her, and I said, that's why you get the big bucks, honey. <laughs> so uh, I, I called uh, Vince McMahon the next day and said I was leaving. And, of course, uh, that didn't go over so well. He had to redo uh, WrestleMania and, and all that, brought Mr. T into my take my place. But but it, it was uh, a decision that I, I made, and I'm, I'm glad I did because uh, here, I, as I said, I just re-enlisted with Hasbro, and I'm back uh, – with GI Joe, and they've got three or four uh, figures already designed, and and uh, I think it's going to be a really a great thing, and and uh, it allows me to to go out and do other things other than just being stuck with uh, one organization. And the way it's going these days, you just don't know, uh, you know, what's going to be there and how long it's going to be there. But I know one thing: GI Joe's not going anywhere, and uh, Hasbro's not going anywhere. So. I think I made the. I should say my wife made the right decision for me <laughs> years and years ago. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And of course, uh, with that decision, you were able to do some other things outside of wrestling as well. I wanted to ask you. I don't know how often uh, you're asked this, but uh, your memories of uh, recording, releasing the uh, Rocks America album. How did that all come about? That was really a fun, fun time. Uh, well, I. When I first came to the WWF back in 1979, Mr. McMahon uh, Sr. was running the company, and he wanted me to come in and do a promo with his son. And uh, I said, well, which one is he? He says, he's the one with the, you know, the uh, the, the pretty uh, outfit on. He, you know, he says, I, I can't believe it, but he, he spent $300 on a haircut. And I said, what? Three hundred dollars on a haircut. He said, "Yeah, you'll you'll recognize him." So I had never met uh, Vince McMahon before. I, I knew his father, but so he said, "Yeah, go out and do a promo with him. I want to see how Sergeant Slaughter uh, sounds on the microphone." So I said, "Okay." So I got ready to do it, and he says, "Is there anything that I can do to help you get ready for it?" And I reached in my uh, bag. Uh, and I pulled out a cassette tape. I said, are you able to play music? And he said, what do you mean music? I said, this has a song on it. I was wondering before I go out if you could play the song. And he said, music? Yeah, I've never thought about having music. For, are you talking about entrance music? I said, well, it, he said, what's the song? I said, it's the Marine Corps. Here. He said, well, let me take it. And he went into the uh, control booth and and the trucks and came back. He said, yeah, they can, they can play it over the loudspeakers of the building. And I said, okay. He said, well, when you're ready, just let me know and I'll send you out there. So I said, okay. So it's time to go out there. And, uh, they've already, they've already seen, uh, three, uh, tapings, three hour, three, one hour tapings. So I was going out there and nobody knew who I was. And, and they'd seen about everything there was to see. So uh, he said, okay, as soon as you hear your music, you go. I said, okay. So I, the music plays. I go to walk out the uh, locker room door, 
and he put his hand across or his his uh, arm across my path and told me to hold up because he was trying to hear the people the reaction to the music and then finally he said okay go ahead and go so Nobody knew who I was, as I said, so I blew my whistle. I had a cigar in my mouth. I had my campaign cover on and my swagger stick and combat boots and my fatigues on, and I started uh, walking toward uh, this McMahon and started calling people maggots and scums and swine <laughs> <laughs> like you would in a, in a uh, boot camp. They didn't take too kindly to that, uh, Dustin. I don't know why, but anyway, <laughs> they were they didn't even know who I was and they're trying to come over the railings and, and get me, you know? And, and so finally, when I got to, uh, Vince, where he had the microphone and went to introduce me, I just went right up to his face and I said, shut your hope. You, who gave you permission to speak? And he, he was startled because he'd never met me either. And so I started berating him and giving him orders and he played along with it. And finally, uh, when it was all over, uh, he said, well, there he is, Sergeant Slaughter. I'm sure we'll be seeing more of him and blah, blah, blah. So I went to leave, and I thought, you know, this would be a good good spot. I took a big drag off of my cigar, and I turned around, and I blew it in his face, and I gave him some more orders, and he started turning green and yellow and purple, and <laughs> I didn't realize that he doesn't like smoke. And uh, he, he started, like, uh, punching his teeth and his fist and I thought he was going to come after me. So I walked back over to him and I said, stand at attention. So he did. And I took my swagger stick and I ruffled up his hair. And he was like, not liking that at all. And I whispered in his ear, I said, who cut your hair, Ray Charles? <laughs> and uh, so that, it, we, we didn't start off on the right, right foot, but uh, I got back to the dressing room and I started taking off my uh, combat boots and a lot of the wrestlers that were still there were kind of like shaking their heads. Uh, that poor, that poor guy started to slaughter. He's going to get fired before he can get started messing around with the boss's son, you know? So here comes uh, Mr. McMahon walking around my, uh, around my chair while I was taking my boots off. And I finally look up at him and he's giving me the signal to follow him and he's shaking his head not real happy. And he takes me into this back room, walks around me some more, and stops right in front of me, and he said, Sergeant Slaughter, that's the greatest character I've ever seen in the professional wrestling business. And I've been in it a long time. He said, I've got to have you start right away. He said, that, even my son hates you right now. And I said, well, I, I'm sorry. He said, oh, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. He said, but you've got to start right away. I said, well, I'm still wrestling in Minnesota in the AWA uh, for Virginia, you know, as a super destroyer of R2. He said, oh, don't worry. I'll call uh, Virginia. I'll, I'll get, uh, get you in here. So uh, that's how it all got uh, kind of started. Uh, with with the music, I was the first wrestler to ever have music, and so later on, uh, the music business started clamping down on, on guys like myself and Al Hogan and, and other uh, wrestlers. Uh, Boogie Woogie Man, he was playing uh, the boy from New York City when he would go to the ring. Al Hogan was using the Rocky theme, and sure. everybody was using music, and it was you know something new. But the record business said, hey, you can't use those songs unless you pay, you know. So I said, well, maybe I should start my own. 
write my own song. So I wrote my own song. And, uh, and by the time I went to Hasbro, uh, I never got it recorded. So when that one well, weekend, I was just hanging out with some friends and one guy had a band. And I told him about this song. He said, well, let's hear it. So he started kind of singing it and going through it. And he said, I think we should make a record. I said, a record? I, what are you talking about? Right? He said, well, yeah, we'll, we'll go out and play some gigs and stuff. I said, wait a minute, wait. I, I'm a wrestler uh, at G.I. Joe. I, I can't carry a tune, you know. He said, no, you don't have to. We'll all sing, you know, we'll turn your microphone down a little bit, but we'll all sing. So they did. They kept my microphone up there so you can hear a little bit of sour notes here and there in that, <laughs> that album. But, uh, yeah, we came out with this album called uh, Sergeant Slaughter and Camouflage Rocks America. And we did uh, mostly American songs. We went to a couple of concerts, uh, Neil Diamond and, and a couple other uh, artists, and we uh, got permission to use their songs and change a few words. And and so we, we came up with this album. And, uh, you know, The Crusher had his own record. And, and I think Mad Dog Vashon had his own record. Super Destroyer Mark II had his own record from some of the bands, uh, you know, the I don't remember a lot of people that are listening to this remember the Trashmen and the, the Kingsmen and, and sure. uh, a bunch of the, uh, the, the great uh, rock and roll uh, garage bands back in the, uh, the 70s and 80s around Minnesota and the 60s. And oh, God, we, we had more fun. The Purple Barn out in Eden Prairie and, and all the, the great places to go in and sing and dance. And so we. I made a, uh, an album, and uh, uh, it did, didn't uh, really, you know, uh, hit the number one on the charts. But it was a lot of fun to do with a lot of people. Bring them to the uh, the signings, and I and I signed them, and I'm just thrilled to see them bringing one of those records or albums. I had a forty-five and a N album, so uh, it's fun to see those come through the line. Yeah, that's excellent, and. I also wanted to ask you uh, something that I really loved as a kid was uh, the blood, sweat, and gears video and your uh, your tug of war with Bigfoot. How did how did that all come about? Well, I was doing a special appearance at a uh, monster truck show, and of course, Bigfoot is the star of the show. So the promoter said, "Will you go out and do the Pledge of Allegiance, and then we'll do." Uh, the national anthem, as soon as the national anthem's over, you just stay out there and Bigfoot's going to come out with the American flag and, and you guys, you know, do whatever you got to do. And he said, uh, you know, make the best of it. And uh, I said, okay, so here comes Bigfoot. And uh, it was in a hockey, uh, 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 it was in the Hartford Civic Center, but they had a hockey uh game the night before so they took all the ice out put dirt in there for the the monster trucks so here comes bigfoot you know close to me and he's not stopping so i i jumped up on the 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 uh hockey uh rink on top as far as i could go where the glass starts you know and i'm standing there and nowhere to go and uh i said in my mind i said well Maybe I'll try this. So I took a big leap and I uh, hit uh, Bigfoot's uh, uh, 
uh, uh, his uh, truck with with an elbow smash, a flying elbow smash, <laughs> on the hood of the uh, the Bigfoot, and the driver made the truck go backwards like I really did something, you know, and the people just went crazy, and and so I got on on, on the back of the uh, the Bigfoot with the American flag, and he did this wheelie down the uh, path, and I'm hanging on to the American flag, and it was just an incredible feeling, and, and uh, pictures, and snap, or, you know, people were snapping pictures, and get back to the uh, back, and the promoter came up and said, oh, I can't believe what you guys did out there. He said, you guys, you guys did, uh, did something together. I said, what, what can I do against uh, Bigfoot? So I gave us some thought, gave us some thought, and couple friends of mine, we brainstormed it, and I said, well, maybe we could do a man versus machine, where, where the humans are being tired of uh, the, the machines taking over, so let's challenge Bigfoot to a tug of war. <laughs> and uh, I, there's no way we're going to win, but, you know, let's advertise it and see what happens. So we did. And so Bigfoot, uh, the driver, was such a, a marvelous guy. And he set it up so that he could tell when we were pulling and to kind of have some fun, he he put some uh, plates in the dirt before anybody got there in a certain place. And he, he had uh, hooked up some oil to go on the back of his tires. So when he would, you know, put his car or his uh, truck in a certain gear, he could spin those tires and they were smoking and just like we were holding them, you know, we, we were pulling on that truck and and the trucks, uh, the Bigfoot's tires are smoking and there was like a tense 30 second uh, match and and they'd blow the horn and, you know, it, it was like a, a type of war match, two out of three, you know, the old wrestling style. And so uh, we worked it out so that uh, uh, I let the, uh, the crew, the, uh, I forgot what was the name that I called the guys. Uh, anyway, they uh, they had their a leader, and we worked it out where they pulled the first two heaps, and then at the end, I helped pull on the end, and we had a stalemate. So we wanted the uh, audience to, to cheer to who won, Bigfoot or uh, Sergeant Slaughter's Battle Battalion. That's what it was, the Battle Battalion. Yeah. And, of course, it's his show. Oh, they're going to cheer for him. We... We knew that we weren't going to, you know, get any votes. We got some, but but everybody cheered for Bigfoot. So we, the driver got out. He and I shook hands, and I raised his hand. He raised my hand. But that's how that all came about. We we did about uh, thirty different cities around the uh, the United States doing that uh, tug of war, and it, it was a classic. The one that. You've probably watched the Blood, Sweat, and Gears. That was done in Tucson, Arizona. And we uh, filmed out in the, uh, the desert and did some uh, some uh, different maneuvers and, and uh, had the uh, battle battalion out there working out. And it, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I could talk to you all day. So many uh, memories for me uh, as a child, and it's it's great that you're still out there and Again, uh, I know you're coming to uh, Stillwater here, Liftbridge Brewing Company for uh, Midwest All Star Wrestling. Y- you mentioned the uh, the new figures from Hasbro, the GI Joes coming out. Uh, is there anything else maybe uh, coming up for you that we should look out for? 
Well, you know, the Axiom Force is already out. That's that was the uh, the sister uh, company of, of Hasbro, and they were in the UK only. And uh, back when they uh, were in uh, the UK, uh, they didn't call me Sergeant Slaughter there. They called me Sergeant Slammer because the UK people thought that Slaughter was a little bit too rough for children to to have to say. So uh, about two years ago, a gentleman that worked for Hasbro saw that uh, the the UK uh, Action Force, they didn't call it G.I. Joe in in the UK, they called it Action Force. Instead of saying Yo Joe, they'd say Full Force. So he said the license has been dormant. Nobody's picked it up. If I buy that license, are you available to do some action uh, figures and possibly a movie and some animation? And I said, of course I am. So he started this company up and it's been incredible. Uh, the the, the uh, sales and everything on, on that, it's just that with all the COVID and all the problems with uh, China and all the shipping and everything, uh, it all got backlogged and back backed up, and now it's uh, becoming available. So that's uh, that's something we're really looking forward to. I, I just uh, did some uh, some voiceovers for a character called Doctor Military in uh, Teen Titans Go. If anybody uh, is listening, tunes into that one. Now, that, that's a lot of fun. I couldn't be Sergeant Slaughter, but I could uh, do the voice, but I couldn't call myself Sergeant Slaughter. So we called him Dr. Military, an evil uh, veterinar- veterinarian. <laughs> so uh, but it, was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we do have, uh, I have been approached about doing some movies and and we have a couple of uh, uh, movie uh, things coming up, but they're all just in the, in the talking stages as of now. But uh, I, I'm basically uh, doing all these uh uh, appearances at wrestling matches and Joe uh, Fest and WrestleCon and WrestleCase and getting to, to see all the, the fans and so much fun. And, and uh, as I said, I'm coming to uh, Stillwater to, to do the signing, but I'm also keeping my eyeballs out for uh, future talent. So uh, I've heard that, uh, you know, this MAW has some of the best uh, talent going these days. So after you get done uh, getting autographs and uh, having some fun from three to five, get get into that arena and join me in watching uh, some of the uh, the best uh, talent around and uh, get do that hand to hand combat in that squared circle in the battlefield of uh, Stillwater. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to the uh, the trip. I always look forward to coming back to Minnesota. But, to be at the Minnesota All-Star Wrestling uh, event is going to be a, a real uh, a fun time. Wonderful. Again, it's been an absolute honor speaking with you. It means so much to me. Thank you so much for your time today, and I look forward to, to meeting you on Sunday. Our pleasure. Thanks for uh, helping us out. All right, you bet. Thanks a lot, Sarge. Thank you. Thank you, Dustin. You're dismissed. Okay. Uh, Okay, I need Vegas to listen up. This is Sergeant Slaughter from the WWE and G.I. Joe, the real American hero. You're listening to the Five Count 
don't touch that dial and make me come looking for you. And that's an order. Sergeant Slaughter! 